Hey everybody, Manimal here. It's Monday, March 27th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we're going to talk about the rosters, the roster moves the Rangers made over the weekends. We're also going to talk about the injury report. We're going to go over a couple of prospects that made it to the big leagues out of camp, and we're going to go over those Rangers spring training box scores, and we got a special Jake DeGrom box score from Saturday. So join us today on Texas Rangers with the boys. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Glenn Otto, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of professional wrestlers who love baseball. And welcome to a great packed Monday. It's going to be a huge show today, uh, but you can catch us online at TX Rangers WTB, or you can catch us on our website at Texas Rangers with the boys. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier, F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And joining me today for a jam-packed show, the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy, and where can they find you on socials? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm looking, looking forward to today's show. We got a lot to get to in a short amount of time, so we got to get through this part of the show, which... Uh, <laughs> Normally is for the yucks, of course, but uh, <laughs> but today we'll 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 get through it a little bit faster because last time I yucked it up, we went like seven hours on the podcast, and that's just <laughs> too long. We don't want to do that. We want to get in and out, right? So if you uh, if you want to, you can follow me on Twitter at Manimal Bull. You can follow me on Instagram at Manimal Three Hundred. You can follow me on TikTok at Bull Pro with the handle manimal. And then you can uh, send me a friend request on Facebook oh. and we'll talk about Rangers, all things Rangers, opening weekend, opening day week. Love it. Can't wait for it to get here fast enough. Bull Pro on that Facebook. Did I say that? I don't. I say it every time. So you guys know. <laughs> Everybody knows. Everyone knows where to find me. They can find me. And they, you know, don't forget, you can find me uh, tonight at Buffalo Bros, um, slinging that pizza, eating as much as I can of that half-price pizza. Man, yeah, just a, what an exciting weekend. And now we're going into really probably the most exciting week that we've had since we started this podcast. Um, opening day is this week. It's Thursday, plus the big event on Friday night that we'll talk about a little bit later. So it's going to be a fun weekend for us. Uh, and a fun weekend for uh, Texas Rangers fans and for local pro wrestling fans. So let's get right into the uh, to the news and talk about just kind of around the league, just a couple things going on. Um, well, the Mets decided that they would create their own drama uh, by naming their uh, opening day starter. Yeah, Max Scherzer is going to get the nod for the Mets, which uh, I think we all did. We were wondering who was going to get that, Max Scherzer or Justin Verlander. Um, I... I don't know that that should create drama, man. I feel like that should be just a good problem to have that they've got two guys like that that they can go to. So 
I, I don't think that's too much drama. I think that's just kind of like one of those guys had to start opening day and, you know, uh, Scherzer, maybe he got it because he's been there longer. Who knows? But uh, either way, they're going to get good starts from both those guys every time they go out. So, so yeah, you know, it's yeah. maybe more a good problem to have than anything else, especially with the couple injuries that they have going into the season. It's probably mm-hmm. a good thing to have Scherzer and, Hel- and, and Verlander going in healthy and ready to go. Yeah, yeah. It would not be New York if he didn't have a little bit of drama. And, and I don't – I mean, hey, I, I don't – again, I don't know – what the Mets are going to do this season, but I think they're still a really good ball club in that NL East. And there's a bunch of teams over there that they got to worry about. And, uh, you know, so I, I think they're still going to do pretty well. Uh, uh, and I don't think that the Scherzer Verlander drama is going to get too into it. Oh, I doubt those guys get into it. It'll be probably the fans more than them, but let's talk about another uh, New York story. Uh, I guess you'd say over in the Bronx, a uh, pretty big prospect uh, made the team for the Yankees. Yeah, Anthony Volpe's going to leave camp with the team, so that's a that's a pretty big story because he's going to play shortstop, and uh, you know they had a returning shortstop, and and they uh, they kind of moved him off that spot for Volpe. So you know, good on him. He's a uh, he's a a good young prospect, and hopefully he has some success up there. And hopefully they're not uh, they're not booing that kid who's probably twenty two. Uh, come June, July. So let's hope that's not the case. Let's hope that he's uh <laughs> he's having a good season. You know, because I mean, it's good for baseball for these young kids to get up and have good seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were talking about Volpe, but there's another guy that I, I mean, did I not say that that's my guy? That if he, he that I want to see him up because I think he can be the rookie of the year. Jordan Walker mm-hmm. over for the Cardinals. Right, yeah, we talked about him. Uh, we, I think we talked about rookies of the year and all of our predictions and projections and all that stuff. In fact, I think that was uh, we put our AL projections up uh, on Sunday. Uh, maybe we'll throw those NL projections up uh, next uh, on Wednesday, just in time for uh, opening, just in time for opening day. That way, you guys can remember uh, where we stand. Well, the Cardinals, um, also, the Cardinals, and the Yankees aren't the only teams that are bringing up big time uh, prospects. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our little Rangers are too. So, yep. you know, uh, um, the the competition for Rookie of the Year just got a little tighter with with Anthony Volpe uh, coming up. So um, we, we got a we got our own guy Josh Young that we're looking forward to seeing in in Texas every day here this year mm. this summer. Yeah, what a spring he had, and I think he just really slammed slammed the door shut. Uh, on that third base cool. spot, and it's funny any room. because one of those guys that he's competing with another guy, another young guy that uh, he actually broke the prospect rankings last year with the Rangers. But Zeke Duran, he's pouring it on too. I mean, he mm-hmm. the, the, all gas with that kid, man. He's he mm-hmm. foot down all times, man. I mean, he makes some mistakes in the field, and it might just be because they're moving him around all over to see him everywhere, but. Man, when he when he's at the plate, it's exciting every time he comes up because you never know what that kid's going to do. So, you know, yeah, I mean, he, for young well, to hold on to that. With, no, I I agree with that. Sorry to sorry to keep cutting you off over and over again, but I wanted to say something that about uh, about Duran before we moved on because he got some really valuable playing time last year. 
uh, in the, uh, you know, towards, uh, I guess you say the middle, mid to late part of the season. And I think it paid off a lot for him because it gave him that confidence that, you know, he knows how to stand in there with major league pitchers. And, and I, I, we talked a lot about it off air last year because we didn't even have a podcast, but, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in getting these guys to like dip their toe in the water a little bit because I think it helps them see what they're getting up against. So when they go, go, they do, they get to go back down to the minors. They, they know what they need to be working on. They've seen it now and now they know what the kind of mindset to have when they go back to, uh, back to the drawing board. If Duran doesn't break the team, break the spring with the club. I mean, it's only because they're either needing to use a third catcher or they think that they need to use a third catcher or they think that, um, is it Jankowski? Travis Jankowski mm-hmm. is a better option in center field than he is, or they need an extra pitcher, which I'm not 100% sure. You know, I mean, I, they can only carry so many, so I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know exactly what they can do or whatever, but if Jankowski, I mean, it's because they believe he's a better option in the outfield and they're going to go defense mm-hmm. over offense in the outfield. Um, or they carry a third catcher because they just don't know how much Garver can catch. But I think I think Garver has caught enough this uh, spring to say that he can he can do it enough to give you you know one every three or one every four. No, I don't disagree, and I think that it's really. I guess we're going to jump right into kind of this little mini segment or this little spot where we're going to talk about who's going to get that final roster spot. And well, sometimes me, it's man, organic, buddy. Yeah, it'll just kind of happen, but I, I'm pulling for Duran. I want to see him Me too. Uh, and Josh Young battle it out to, for the for the top rookie on the team. And we got a couple other guys, obviously, Josh Well, Smith. and funny is uh, uh, Duran or Smith, neither one of those guys are rookies anymore. Right, right. I mean, yeah. it, it feel, they, they don't feel like rookies either, at least not in the spring this year. They felt like guys that are expecting that they expect to make this team. Yeah, um, compliments so from both of them. Yeah, both at the plate and I mean Josh Smith to play center field and Duran playing mm-hmm. more outfield than he's probably ever played and you know so well, and he's been moved around they've been playing him at third short second so he's getting he's getting time at all of them and there's something to be said about you know knowing that you know you've got a shot and then going out there and actually slamming the door and kind of putting your foot like you know I'm putting your foot down saying okay you know I'm not gonna I know I've got my chance now. Here it is. I've got it. I'm taking it. And a few guys uh, that we're just about to talk about uh, didn't uh, quite slam the door shut enough and didn't quite do enough to make the team. And, again, this is not a knock on them. Uh, Only so many are going to make the team. But let's talk about a couple of guys that got released and a couple of guys that got sent down. Well, um, I guess this would have been Saturday morning Mm -hmm. or Friday morning. Friday morning after we went off the air is when okay. they now see the, I've seen some, some stuff that said that, uh, that Dominic Leone was released from his contract, but then I've never mm-hmm. seen that from any of the Rangers beat writers that were at, in air in sp- surprise. Right. So I didn't right. see that from any beat writers, but I did see that on the MLB uh, uh, page. So I don't know. I don't know if there's a hundred percent truth to that. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. as as we go through the week, we'll be able to tell you more. But as of right now, as the show goes on air Monday morning, we don't have that information just yet. 
from uh, from a Rangers beat reporter that said that happened, but he was released through the or it was said that he was released through the MLB.com and the MILB.com pay Twitter page. So there's there's reason to believe he was, but then you know I want to I want to hear it from like Evan Grant or someone like that who covers the Rangers every day. Um, but along with him was Reyes Maranta, who we kind of figured mm-hmm. was going to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not make the team. And if he's going to make the big leagues or whatever, he needs to go to another team to do it. And uh, Joe McCarthy, or is it McCarthy or McCartney? I'm not 100% I think it's sure. McCarthy. It's McCarthy. McCarthy, okay. Um, he was also released for the second time, you know, in two years from the Rangers, just not quite there, not quite good enough to make the team. And, you know, I mean, there'll be options for him though. Like, I mean, he'll, he can always go back over to the Orient and play, or, you know, there might be a good triple a spot for him where there's a, a, a spot in line, but uh, you know, I just, it wasn't meant to be with him here in Texas and, you know, good luck mm-hmm. to him, but uh, you know he wasn't gonna. I just, I didn't think he was gonna make the team when we talked about him getting signed in January or whatever. And you know, I I never thought really in the season that he did enough to just say, hey, I'm a, I'm a big league ball player, and you can't stop me from being on this team, especially with left field being a spot that was open, and with Leody Tavares kind of going down a little bit during spring. He just never really solidified a spot for himself. And unfortunately, that's the way it goes a lot of the times. And, you know, he's kind of a fringe major league ball player. It'd be an opportunity for him elsewhere to play every day mm-hmm. and continue to make good money in baseball. Right, right. Well, and, and then also then, they had a few guys got sent down, which one. So the, for me, Leon was a big shocker. But then another guy that got sent down, I was pretty shocked at one of the names that you're about to talk about. Well, we'll talk about Friday's send. Uh, I, I don't know how they're, it's going to work for these guys because they're on minor league deals. So they may be on, you know, minor league deals that allow them to go somewhere else if someone else was impressed by their spring enough to give them a roster spot. But that's pretty tough coming out of spring to have that happen. You really need an injury in these next couple of days or something like that that makes somebody desperate enough to go outside their organization to get somebody. But uh, Clint Frazier who had a pretty decent spring and, and, and was, uh, was a lot better than I thought he was going to be throughout the spring. But uh, just once Robbie Grossman came in here and solidified mm-hmm. his spot as, a, as, a, as the guy, it kind of made me mm-hmm. think that, that Clint Frazier wasn't going to make the team. And the same thing with uh, Yoshi Sutsugo. He, um, he got to camp late because of uh, um, issues with his travel and his visa and wasn't able to get over here when he wanted to get over here. When he got over here, it was a little bit late. He wasn't exactly in left field shape when he got here, so he was playing mm-hmm. a lot of first base, and there's really nothing open over there at first base. And that DH role, I mean, if they're going to give a bunch of the bats to Garver at DH and you got to get bats with Brad Miller and guys like that, there just wasn't really a spot for Sutsugo, who wasn't on the, the 40 man to start with. Yeah, yeah. So sad to see those guys go, but uh, again, and and we may see where... and we may see some of those guys back. I mean, if there's not a spot oh, yeah. for a guy like Dominic Leone, I could see him back in AAA. And the same thing with Maranta and uh, and McCartney or McCarthy if he doesn't decide to go back um, into um, the Far East to play. Yeah, and I think Barlow to me was Leone and yeah. Barlow were kind of the shockers. Barlow, but I, would see, I could see Barlow coming back up. Barlow, no, Barlow has options. 
So Barlow okay. wasn't uh he wasn't a release. Barlow wasn't a release. He was just optioned to the minor leagues. Yeah. So he will yeah. be back with the big club at some point probably this year, and it'll probably be quick. But I think what they don't like with Barlow is that he's not throwing as hard as he was pre-blister last year coming out of the pin in the ninth inning. So I think that was the right. biggest concern with him. Um, uh, uh, if, he, if he's going down, it's probably to keep working on that off-speed that he's worked on this year with that split finger to get it more in a position to get him out if his velocity doesn't come up. But I think okay. he's going down there to get his arm to where he's throwing more like 95, 96 instead of 91, 92. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, well, you know, like I said, I think he had a pretty good spring. Leon was having a good spring. Let's talk a quick injury, uh, injury news. Uh, Otto, uh, Glenn Otto looks like he's going to be starting the season on the IL. I think we already talked about this, but yeah, we it's kind talked, of becoming more obvious now. It looks like he's going to be shut down for sure for three weeks. He's going to get a second opinion in Arlington this week. Um, so we'll probably know more as opening day comes around because when they put him on the uh, IL, we'll get more of an idea of what he's on there for and what's going to happen. Uh, barring any surgery, it could be a short-term thing or it could be a, you know, a, a, a longer-term thing. And there's no guarantee that you know it might not be an idea to get a roster spot open if it isn't a short-term or you know if it's a longer-term thing that they can you know keep Glenn Otto down a little bit just to, just for the just for the roster spot. No, yeah, and that that was something we also talked about is that, you know, sometimes teams exacerbate an injury just to, because they're not ready to put them uh, anywhere. They don't want to lose them, but they're also not ready to put them on their active roster. And and I did. certainly don't think that's the case with Glenn Otto. I, I don't mm-hmm. – nothing that's come from this that makes me believe that that's the problem, but I think there's mm-hmm. probably a little lat problem that he needs to, you know – get shut down for a little bit, start the year on the IL, and if it turns into an issue, then move him to the 60-man and, and go from there. Yeah, so uh, one more quick thing before we uh, before we take a quick break. Um, Rangers announced their starting five pitchers. Uh, I'm going to name them, and then I'm going to let you give me, the, give me the deets on it. So it's uh, Jacob deGrom, which is obvious, Nathan Eovaldi. A little shocker that Martin Perez is number three. Uh, number four is John Gray, and then number five is going to be Andrew Heaney. So what do you think the strategy is behind all that? Well, DeGrom on opening day because, of course. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, I think maybe the reason that Ivaldi uh, is going on Saturday um, and Martin Perez is going on Sunday is because it's Sunday night game of the week mm-hmm. on Sunday night, and they might be giving Martin Perez that primetime slot. Um, but you know, no good. No, I don't, you know, I have nothing to base that on other than like, Oh, Perez is going in the primetime spot. Nice for him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, Eovaldi, they spent a bunch of money to bring him here and, and, uh, you know, I would expect him to be the, you know, uh, one of the horses come mid middle of this year and hopefully, you know, no injuries that, that, uh, keep him away from the, uh, the mound this year. Um, but I mean, he's good when he's on and when, uh, you know, he's got five pitches that work really well and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he can, he can get all five of them over for strikes and, 
you know, so there, there's a reason why he's he's pitching in that two hole too. You know, I mean, and Perez is right, a guy that we right. that we've always liked. You know, and we were we've always been hoping for 2022 from Martin Perez, even you know in 2013 and 14 and 15 and 16 when he was here. You know, we wanted the you know, we wanted to see 2022 from him. So, you know, so we want to continue to see that from him and hope that that's the case for him this year. And uh, you know, John Gray. Like that's a relaxed spot for John Gray, I think. Like after being the opening day starter last year and mm-hmm. having a couple of injury spots, and you know maybe pushing himself, you know more than he wanted to because he thought, you know, hey, I need to show these guys that I'm a horse and that I'm mm-hmm. going to pitch through injuries and stuff like that. Um, but I think that's a good spot for John Gray right now, and and Andrew Heaney on the back end of that thing at, at number five. I mean. Andrew Heaney's probably a three in, in a lot of organizations. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, uh, as, as long as he continues to strike guys out at the rate that he was and give his chance, a, his ball club a chance every night, what to like about Andrew Heaney being on, on the bump. Yeah, right. I mean, who'd have ever, who'd have ever thunk it that John Gray would be our number four guy? What a, what a nice uh, uh, rotation that's looking out to be. And, uh, you know, Jake DeGrom, opening day starter, no surprise there. Speaking of opening day, um, on the day after opening day, March 31st, it is coming up. That is this Friday. We have the Hell's Half Acre Tournament for the to crown the Trinity River Heritage Champion. And this is going to be an event put on by Def Breath and Matt War Pro in partnership with uh, Texas Roughhouse Wrestling. This will be at Martin House Brewery at 7 p.m. Texas Rangers with the boys will be out in full effect, and your very own resident Manimal will be competing in that tournament. He's going to take home the title, and we know that, and we can't wait to celebrate that. Yeah, we can't wait to celebrate that victory on Monday. Um, And speaking of Mondays, also don't forget this Monday is the last Monday to go out to Buffalo Bros uh, to – and hang out with Manimal and uh, have some wings and have some pizza, talk wrestling and talk baseball. It's yeah, just be a really uh, exciting time. Yeah, real quick on the Buffalo Bros tomorrow night. Uh, one last time to come out and see us: half price pizza all night and beer specials from Martin House um, uh, all night as well. Going to be really, really exciting. So, um, really pumped up. I really, I hope to see some of you guys out there. And uh, we have had some people popping up here and there saying they love the podcast, that listen to the podcast. So, hopefully, some of you guys show up uh, in. Uh, and force. just thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Thank you guys. Um, so we got a we got a couple of box scores to go through. We got a one one box score that uh, with uh, Andrew Heaney starting, and then we got Jake Degrom box score. So I'm I'm this is what I live for right here. So let's uh, let's jump right into it and let's talk about uh, the game. I believe that the Rangers had on on Friday, correct? Friday, yes, because the Rangers were off on Sunday, traveling to get back yep. to the ballpark for tonight's game with Kansas City, and we'll talk about a little bit about that at the end of the program. Who's pitching and mm-hmm. uh, all 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 that so such. But uh, um, Friday afternoon, uh, the Rangers sent Andrew Heaney to the hill. Um, I wouldn't say it was great. I wouldn't say that it was Mm -hmm. bad either because, you know, he went out there to do work and he got work in, and that's really what he's trying to do. He gave up some hits, gave up some runs, um, gave up a home run, struck out three over four Mm -hmm. and two-thirds. So you want to see that number get up a little bit. Um, But overall, you know, I mean, 
not really a not really a great outing, but not a bad outing either. And uh, you know, I mean, lots of room for improvement for 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 the Heen Dog. Uh, that's his nickname, <laughs> right? Heen Dog. I love that. This is, Heen this is Dog. Heen I'm gonna dog. love that all year long. Like all year long, you're gonna notice like the love that I have for that when I say oh, it. Like man. as we as we go over Heen box dog. scores, but but not. Uh, you know, not something that uh, overly concerning to me. He got work in, you know, gave up some runs and some hits, but no big deal. He's out there working on things. He's trying to get that slider where it needs to be for for his first start next week against uh, Baltimore. And, uh, you know, overall, uh, not what you, you want to read on a box score, but uh, also know that this doesn't count for anything other than just us reading about it on the box. Well, I mean, I think I think uh, Sandy or uh, I think uh, Dominic Leone getting released drives that point home more than anything because his box scores are always fantastic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, uh, you but know, that's the way it, baseball go. <laughs> but you know, they they're looking for a certain thing in their bullpen right now, and maybe he mm-hmm. just wasn't it right at the moment. You know, uh, and speaking of a guy that you know he's working fighting <laughs> for a job uh, is Jonathan Hernandez through an inning and a third. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that game, he walked a couple of guys, did have a strikeout, but no blemishes on the on the on the run column uh, mm-hmm. or hit column. Uh, Will Smith also had uh, another really solid outing, just ending in three strikeouts. Uh, yeah. I mean, like Will Smith, I mean, he's a he's a professional, been doing this a lot of years, and and there's no doubt that he's going to be good for the Rangers as well this year. And uh, you know, just as soon as I said no doubt, right there. He'll probably mm-hmm. drop a seven ERA and be off the team in <laughs> April, but I don't think that's going to be the case. He's a he's one of them wily veterans that's going to find ways to get outs for the for the big league club this year. And another guy that I'm I mean at this point that there's really no doubt in my mind he's going to break camp with the team as well and probably be that long reliever uh, is Dane Dunning. He got an inning, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but the. Put the uh, uh, put three runners out there, but worked around them. Uh, so overall, for Dane Dunning, just getting some final touches on uh, his spring and getting ready to come out of that bullpen for the the Rangers when the uh, when the season starts. Uh, yeah, I think this closer batter battle is going to get more and more exciting. And I'm not sure if they're going to even have. I mean, if they may not, they may not have a legit closer. Uh, for a little while before they they lock down on one, they may not decide. Hey, it's going to be this guy or that guy. They may still let that kind of go through uh, the first part of the season, which you see the same thing in rotations as well. So, uh, wouldn't be a shock for me. Uh, but there weren't there weren't a ton of highlights on the on the hitting side. Uh, mm. But you know, it's coming around. I don't think that uh, there's not a ton to be worried about. They were three for twelve with runners in scoring position, which. Isn't great, but it isn't awful either. Um, Rex didn't have uh, or, any. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to call him Rex Grossman because mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> whatever. But Robbie Grossman, he had a, a double and three uh, total bases with the with the single to follow it. But um, you know, not a lot of hitting going on. But they did have uh, a two out RBI from a young kid late in the game, uh, Cam Colley. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, Ezekiel Duran had an RBI, and uh, Sandy Leone had an RBI on a. Catchers uh, keep hitting. Yeah, you know the yeah the catchers have hit the whole camp, and you know they they seem to do something a little bit every night. 
Um, so, real, you know. Real quick, Rangers gave Sandy Leone six chances with runners on base. <laughs> and that, that runners in scoring position average uh, wasn't too hot this game there, three for 12. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, but, uh, you know, Bubba Thompson did get a hit, which is nice to he's see. And, and he's, he's trying. Fighting, he's up there. I, I saw a couple of his bat, at bats this week, and he's he's trying, man. It's just, you know, really not barreling much. And when he does mm. barrel it, it's kind of right at somebody. Mm. Well, at so, least he's barreling it. Brad Miller so, two hits. Ugh. Yeah, Brad Miller, I mean, oh, had two hits oh. in spring training, and it rode his average at the 243. Um, but uh, you know, Brad Miller is going to, we want to see him hit, you know, he's going to have to hit and, you know, if this thing's going to be successful this year, at some point he's going to have to hit and he's probably going to have to hit right-handed pitching for sure. Okay. We got through it. So, all right. Let's let's get to the main event. Drum roll. What we all, what we all wanted to hear. Everybody wanted (laughs) to hear. We'll, uh, Mm -hmm. we'll go through here and, uh, we'll talk about, um, all of Jig Degrom's game because we're we're yes. that interested in yes. it. Every every pitch, every batter. Let's hear it because I'll, I'll, while you're getting yourself geared up, I'll just oh. run through the line real quick. It's he had three and a three and two thirds, two hits, two walks, and six strikeouts. But that doesn't tell the whole story. Uh, I love I love when you go through the summary and just kind of go batter by batter. So I'm going to turn the mic over to you and let you do your thing. First inning of work, he gets Trent Grisham striking out on a foul tip. Um, our our old friend Rugnet Odor, mm. who we all Rangy. know, we all know can hit high velocity fastballs, gets mm. him a single off of uh, Degrom, and then uh, he gets uh, Manny Machado to pop up on the infield. Uh, and I, I, our our little buddy, top twenty prospect Maximo Acosta. Played oh. second base on wow. Saturday afternoon, so that was kind of okay. cool. And uh, on a three-two pitch, uh, caught Nelly Cruz or got Nelly Cruz chasing a slider down and out of the zone. Of course, uh, he did. And uh, second inning was pretty pretty dominant. He gets David Dahl swinging, gets Brandon Dixon swinging, and uh, Brett Sullivan weakly popped out to shortstop Jonathan Ornelas. Uh, in the third, he gets uh, Tim Lope, Lopes to fly out to Adolis Garcia. He did lose a batter to Taylor Colway, walked. Um, mm-hmm. Trent Grisham flies out to Adolis Garcia, no movement. And uh, he gets Rugnet Odor to ground out second base. Costa to Brad Miller playing first base. Cool. And... Uh, Third inning of work, Manny Machado walks, Nelly Cruz singles, David Dahl strikes out, Brandon Dixon strikes out, and then uh, um, that was the end of the day for DeGrom. So after he uh, after he put a couple of guys on base, gets a couple of strikeouts, they go to, uh, um, to Taylor Hearn. Yeah, it's Brett Sullivan, but he gets Tim (laughs) Lopes to ground out to get through the bottom of the or the top half of the fourth inning. And uh, we don't have we don't need to go into the top half of the fifth because Taylor Hearn could not get anybody out, unfortunately, in the top half of the the fifth inning. 
and uh, he goes on to give up five. I don't think he gave up all five, right? He only gives up three of them. Uh, Lytle mm-hmm. behind him couldn't do anything either. And they couldn't mm-hmm. get out of that thing. And the next thing you know, it's it's five five runs on the board. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as the rest of the pitching goes, uh, John King was solid. Um, buddy Mark Church. Mark Church, another really good inning with the A squad. Uh, mm-hmm. Jacob Barnes, another really good inning. Uh, and then Ian Kennedy closed things out for him. And, uh, you so, know, he had a pretty quick, good inning too. So Real quick, a, how much do you think uh, – real quick, just a question. Two questions, actually. How much do you think Ian Kennedy's success uh, is a is a factor in maybe why they let go of Leon? It could be a little bit. I, I think Jacob Barnes might be the same. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're yeah. right because they got to make a decision at some point, right? Yeah, and I think John King, I mean, he's one of those guys that has options. And, mm-hmm. you know, Taylor Hearn has options too, I think. I don't think he has five-year rights to where he can't be sent down. So, you know, the we don't. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I, I don't think that Taylor Hearn is going to get sent down. I think he's going to probably make the ball club. But I do think mm-hmm. Zach Lytle is probably not going to make the ball club just based on him yeah. not being on the roster and not having a particularly good spring. You know, Barnes is having a lights-out spring, which is why he's still here. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, he could have yeah. easily been a Moranto or a, a, a you know, Leon that Leon. didn't make the, the cuts into the weekend. So we're just going to have to see what uh, what Boach and Maddox are thinking today, you know, today and tomorrow, we'll kind of know more. Yeah. Uh, they, they play Kansas City tonight. Um, but as far as, you know, one for six with runners in scoring position on the hitting side, um, not a lot of runs either there. Duran led the game off with a home run. Uh, yep. Brad Miller got him one in the third, which that's – that's his third of the spring as well. So he's mm. quietly tied with Ezekiel Duran with three home runs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I mean, you know, Brad Miller is what he is, but he's going to get at bats at some point, and he's probably going to hit primarily against right-handed hip pitching this year. So we'll just kind of see from there, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of just – I don't think he's going to get a ton of at bats at first base. I think Nate Lowe's going to take, you know, 95, 95 to – hundred percent of those uh, hitters and catchers hit catchers kept hitting Jonah Heim, man. He got yeah. a double All and Garver spring. had a hit. Garver had a hit, <laughs> a walk and a strikeout. So, you know, he was right where he's normally at. I mean, that's mm-hmm. like the only thing he didn't do today that he did different the other day was that hit was a home run. So, you right. know, a lot of times it's a home run, a strikeout and a, a walk and it's all it's all uh it's all decided at the plate for mitch garver a lot of the times well uh let's talk about what the 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 week's gonna look like Uh, i know we've got uh another spring training game today uh and then tomorrow close to this thing today today we've got uh nathan eovaldi is going to go tonight for the rangers and that's on valley sports uh um, mm. for anybody that has that in okay. in Dallas Fort Worth and let's hope that uh Bobby Witt Jr plays a little bit too that uh, to, uh <laughs> and then on the 28th they're right back at 105 and Martin Perez is going to be on the on the hill on Wednesday afternoon or Tuesday afternoon at, at 1 and then they've got an off day on Wednesday and then we start things off on on Thursday with the Phillies. 
we're man, global. We are we are there, man. We are there. It looks like we're going to be in attendance for uh, if all the cards play out. We should be in attendance for opening day. So we'll have some uh, some actual uh, on on the field, uh, you know, uh, observations and, and all that good stuff. So and um, I will be in attendance on the twenty uh, eighth tomorrow. Uh, uh, my, my brother put together some tickets. So mm. I'm in, the, I'm in the game with the, with that. And, uh, there's probably no doubt that on Wednesday, is it Wednesday of next week? I believe Wednesday of next week, I will be in the, the building for sure for Jake DeGrom's second start, uh, against Baltimore on, mm. uh, Wednesday the 5th. So there's a good chance okay. of 105. So take plan, make plans to get off work today. Yeah, yeah. Well, you remember, I might be on a two-week vacation. That's so what we you were telling me. A, so. Might be able to get as much baseball in as we can while that's going on. So, um, hey, so uh, anything else you want to throw out there before we uh, check out of here? No, I think we're, we got a lot in tonight. And uh, we'll Heck have yeah. more information on that 26-man active roster tomorrow uh, on the show. And, uh, you know, don't forget, uh, not only to the Rangers get started this weekend, or maybe not this weekend, I think next weekend, uh, the minor league gets going too. Mm-hmm. So, so we're getting close for all the baseball. And uh, I, I personally am excited. I'm overloaded with what I'm going to try and do this year with baseball. So <laughs> It's going to be a blast. We love baseball. We love the Rangers. We love the entire organization. So it's going to be fun. Uh, just a jam-packed show today. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TX Rangers WTV. Check out our website, Texas Rangers, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. And don't forget to stream us on Spotify or on uh, iTunes. You've also got Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. So check us out. Uh, make us your daily listen uh, on your way to work or on your way home and, and get your fill of the Texas Rangers. This is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.